Hi, my name is Marie, and I have so many feelings, and I always have. I used to be ashamed of that, but I've recently come to this realization that it's actually okay to have feelings about the life that I am living. And if I keep waiting for myself to be quote unquote perfect before I show up to my life, I'm going to miss it completely. And I'm not okay with that. I am a wife, a mother of three small children, a yoga instructor, and a body-mind coach. But before all of the different titles, I am human. And I am worthy of love, just like you. It was uh, (laughs) pretty ironic because what was on my mind to talk about today uh, was... um, when things don't happen the way we thought they would. So I just poured my heart out and um, said all of this stuff. And then I looked down at my phone and (laughs) I hadn't hit record. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, what, what What I was talking about to truly myself because no one will ever be able to listen to all of the shit I just said um, was the courage to hope when things really do not go according to plan um, or dream. When I was um, a freshman in college, I decided to audition for Juilliard. And it was... um, I'd always loved theater and drama and poetry and it just felt like the next right thing to do. Um, And so, or the the next, the right next thing to do. And do the next right thing. How does that song go from Frozen? I think that's what she says something along those lines. Tangent. That scene from Frozen 2 where Anna thinks that Elsa has died is so sad I can't believe it and that song is so sad my little three-year-old loves that song and my oldest is like oh my gosh turn it off (laughs) and then the youngest is always like but it's okay she's alive like but you didn't know that during the movie back when we could sit in movie theaters without worrying that we would you know be contagious before we could breathe without masks oh my gosh I'm pro mask I wear my mask but talk about things not going according to plan gosh um so do the next right thing um Juilliard I prepped I had um a coach who was a director at the Guthrie Theater, which if you are unfamiliar with the Guthrie Theater, it's amazing and super amazing um, shows come through there. So it was really neat to work with this director and um, I had my piece all prepped. I went and stayed at this beautiful hotel in Chicago because they were hosting these live or live see there again there I go again of course they were live like theater was live then um they were hosting these auditions 
And so um, I went. My friend Sophie met me there. And um, I was so nervous and so excited. Like this was it. This was my moment. So I was outside of the audition room with a bunch of other young thespians. And um, the director gave us various instructions like to do these accents or to move our bodies in this way or that or whatever it was one of the things that he asked us to do was to pretend to be an animal and was go three two one go or whatever and everyone started pretending to be various animals um most people were things like elephants dinosaurs lions things that would be visible i don't know what came over me but I decided to be a snake and or maybe it was a whale but I just like dropped to the ground and all I remember doing is like laying there going like oh I'm like whatever I was doing it was so bizarre and it was the weirdest choice um <laughs> clearly didn't have the instincts that he was hoping for because when he came out to call whoever he wanted to audition for the second time back in, I did not hear my name. So I had a really good cry. Sophie and I just hugged each other. We cried together and then we decided to go get lunch. And um, I will never forget, I mean, maybe in my old age, it won't be at the tip of my mind, but I will, I, to this point, do not think I will ever forget the meal we had. We had this delicious Thai food and then we got um, coconut juice served out of a fresh coconut. And, and after you had drunk up all the juice, then you could um, kind of carve out the inside and eat the, the meat of the coconut. And it was so delicious. <clears throat> Sophie is one of my best friends. We still talk on a regular basis. I actually just talked to her about 20 minutes ago and we still talk about that coconut when we talk about the auditions <laughs> and how good it was. Um, in a lot of ways, I thought that getting into Juilliard was going to be the thing that would bring me to my truest self. I didn't have that language yet, but now that I do, I see that it's what I wanted. I felt like I had to go everywhere around the world, especially out of the Midwest, um, to be properly educated in what it meant to be, um, a beautiful, complex, interesting person. Uh... I have a lot of stories that I will share with you over my time here um, that show my longing for something bigger um, and more interesting than what I had. Um, but I think that I was also trying to push something that I wanted to be. And so when I didn't get in, it felt very tragic to me. Like, how was I going to get out and how was I going to become that person? Um, I had a lot of adventures after that. And then I kind of got used to, I don't want to say failing, but kind of. Like, it just became part of my um, pattern that I would want something really, really, really badly. And, um, and then it wouldn't work out. And I think that part of that was probably because the closer I would possibly get to something working out, I was so used to it not working out that I think I would get really anxious and kind of shut down. And maybe that's why what's happening right now with me recording these little episodes is um, an energy behind uh, the courage to break a pattern. Um, 
and also um, the courage to hope. Like it takes so much to hope for something good, to hope that good things will happen even when not so good things have happened. And I, like everyone, have been the recipient, I guess, of some incredible blessings and also um, unbelievable tragedies. And in the midst of those two things um, being part of the fabric of my life, it takes so much to hold the tension of that and then to keep leaning into what could happen and what could be beautiful and good. Um, and so, yeah, I was, I've just been so reflective of what it means to be hopeful. Um, there's uh, something else that I would love to share along those lines but I see my kiddos um I'm home now and so I will continue this um in a bit okay so the thing about recording a podcast the way I'm doing it is that not only do you get oopsie huh one of my cats just ran across the yeah, one of my crap. <laughs> one of my cats, which I just called a crap, ran across the floor and scared me. And then I tripped over this. That would <laughs> that would be the fart gun that um, my son saved up for. And you know what the worst thing about it is? We got this for him the weekend before we were quarantined for COVID. So not only, talk about things not going to plan. We were going to list our house because we're selling, because we're moving to a new house in like 10 days. But a month ago, we were going to list our house on Wednesday. On a Wednesday and that Tuesday night, Anthony got the call that he was positive for COVID. And so we had to we were in quarantine for a month and we were stuck with that fucking fart gun it was like (laughs) it was torture on so many different levels (laughs) and now i'm down here trying to pack for this move because now our house is being listed tomorrow and it's just a disaster and I have these adorable little cats and I love them and I didn't even know I was an animal person but I think I'm a kitty person they're brother and sister and I just love them they're so sweet but they get really hyper at night um and when I recorded this earlier it was in the day but now it's nighttime, and um like I'm trying to get all this work done so it's what almost 12 30 a.m and i'm on my second cup of coffee in this basement by myself like trying to finish a fucking podcast (laughs) stepping on fart guns and being scared by my cats i'm a cat lady in a basement and that's who you're you're like listening in on my life how does that make you feel i hope it makes you feel better about your life if i can do anything it is to make you feel better about your life (laughs) um 
<laughs> I can't believe I stepped on. Okay, Marie, pull yourself together. You're not 10. Um, I feel like this whole conversation around hope is, is something that I don't want to just end here. Like, I don't want to be like, and that's all I have to say and close because I, I feel like I want to call one of my friends and see if they could maybe join me in the conversation because I feel like it's so important. So before I post this, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to pause here because the chances of anything really productive happening at this time, I think, I think we all know that won't happen. Okay, so pause. I'll be back.